It's the year 20 squared. An unknown virus threatens our very way of life. As it spreads across the globe, it leaves turmoil and economic destruction in its wake. The world governments begin closing borders and quarantining its citizens. Anyone without a job that is deemed essential must stay at home to prevent further spread of the virus. But for some people, the signal never stops. And there are still video games to be played. Lit Gaming Arena presents Terminal News. Everybody, it's Terminal News. We're gonna talk about all the terminal news that we're playing with video games. And I suck at intros today, but who cares? This is gonna be the intro. How are you gonna do two so, shit fucking intros? Yeah, <laughs> two shitty intros. Um, yeah. So that's that. We, we talk about all the all the shitty video game news. With shitty intros, I'm Shitty Justin, and I'm joined by my shitty co-host, Shitty Marcus. Marcus. I'm Shitty sh Marcus. Shitty Marcus. Thanks. Shitty Thanks Marcus. a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we do say curse words in the show. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we got some. We got we got some goddamn news to 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 report. Not really report. We're not reporters. We're just telling you all the shit that went down this week in the video games industry. Um, so let me let me navigate to my top news section because we start this off with the top news, only the best. Uh, so uh, you, you you ever hear of Twitter? Nope, <laughs> never heard of that. So Twitter, like, Twitter got like massively hacked this week, and it was hilarious. For me, because I'm not, I'm unverified. <laughs> like most people. Do like everybody. <laughs> uh, yeah. Basically, a person or a group of people hacked Twitter, gained control of like a ton of like blue check marks, like super high profile. Like we're talking Elon Musk, we're talking Bill Gates. We're talking Barack Obama. We're talking Bezos. You know, anything with a B. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> anything with a B. <laughs> um, because it's a, a B for blue check mark. No, it's um, a B for Bitcoin. <laughs> so, yeah, all these all these uh, high profile Twitters got uh, uh, hacked and they uh, wrote up. They, they tweeted out saying, hey, I'm feeling generous today. Uh I'm going to double your money. Send me Bitcoin to this address with, and I will send you back double uh, for the next 30 minutes only. And that same like Bitcoin address appeared on like all of those tweets. <laughs> By the end of it, uh, I checked that address today. It had 12.86 Bitcoin in it, which I mean, that's at least a hundred thousand dollars worth of Bitcoin. 
So they fooled a lot of idiots out of money with those tweets. But simultaneously, not really a lot, considering they hacked yeah, yeah, cons- billionaires. Uh, yeah, that well, yeah. I think it was more of like a Twitter. That that it wasn't that they they hacked the the people themselves. They hacked the Twitter platform. Yeah. Um, because Twitter, they they, had what like a what Twitter they had, master key. Yeah, something like that. Because I mean, they Twitter shut down. They 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 basically stopped all verified accounts from tweeting, and they they locked them down. They made the blue check marks disappear. I think probably in an effort to stop them from tweeting out more stuff on other blue check mark accounts. And then after that, they also disabled the password reset function. <laughs> uh, it was a mess. But for all of us non-verified people, it was great. It was it was like anarchy. It was like Mad Max, but on Twitter. It was like the Thunderdome. It was great. We had a great time. We took over Twitter for a little bit. <laughs> um, without the top 1% of Twitter uh, taking 99% of the, the retweets and comments and likes. <laughs> I should have did my shitty Bernie accent for that one. The top one percent of the of the Twitter users get ninety nine percent of the likes and the hashtags and the comments. We need to disperse those among the bottom ninety nine percent of the unverified accounts. Ah, take a swig of my Mountain Dew. Yeah, so that was a good time for us. I mean, it still is. It's still potentially scary, (laughs) like how how bad of a hack that was. But also hilarious. I don't know. I I I enjoy chaos. I find, I f- I find uh, pleasure in chaos. Yeah, I mean it's easy to find pleasure in something when you're not affected. When you're not when you're not affected, yeah. Um, but man, I wish I had twelve bitcoins. That'd be nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah. So that was the fun that happened on Wednesday. Um, yeah, I. Anybody that listens to the show, but all, and also follows us on Twitter, you probably saw all the tweets I made. It was fun. <laughs> uh, I at some point I had some people uh, tweeting at me saying, "I heard, uh, I heard you're having a great time right now." <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, I'm here for it. <laughs> um, at one point, I said something along the lines of, "I, I took that that uh, was a Captain Phillips. Is that the movie? I took that meme and I said, look at me, look at me.'" I'm verified now. (laughs) (laughs) And then I, and then I said, everybody who follows me is now verified. So congratulations to all. I, at at the time, 1,452 followers. You're all verified now. You're welcome. (laughs) It's a good time, but that's, 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 that's it for the, the, the social media fiasco. Um, so let's move on. How about let's let's talk about Far Cry Six. So it initially got leaked from the PlayStation Four in Hong Kong, uh, and then it just it exploded. <laughs> it's it's got uh, what's his name Carlito Esposito who plays Gus Fring. He's reprising his role as Gus Fring <laughs> in Far Cry Six. <laughs> um, obviously not, but um. I I might this might have to be a Far Cry Six I have to get just because I'm I'm interested to see his character first and foremost. I only ever played Far Cry One and Two. 
I've never played a single Far Cry. I've never played the modern Far Cry from 3 on, where they changed everything. Where they became a Ubisoft. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> first-person Assassin's typical Creed, Ubisoft game. Yeah. The clear the question marks. Check yeah, box I can't wait to can't wait to climb all those towers, right? Oh, I can't. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Got get to the. <clears throat> so after the leak, the Far Cry Twitter account tweeted out a brief video clip of Esposito's character lighting a cigar, and then followed by the uh, Ubisoft, or followed by a, a, a advertisement for the Ubisoft Forward digital showcase which we will talk about also because that happened as well this week um and actually you know what why don't we just skip to that let's just get to the ubisoft um so let's see everything announced during uh ubisoft's not e3 event <laughs> um so they called it the ubisoft forward i mean at this point every it, everyone's just it's just i don't know what the I think it's becoming widely known that everything is just a direct. We can thank Nintendo for that. It's the Ubisoft Direct. <laughs> um, it's kind of become ubiquitous. It's just the so, easiest touchstone when it comes to these things. Oh, yeah, exactly. Um, so, ooh, they had some stuff about trials. Welcome back to the Giga Track. Um, let's see. They had some stuff about Ghost Recon Breakpoint. There's the AI teammates coming back to that. So you can, if you're one of those, I've never played. I haven't, God, I haven't played Ghost Recon since like high school. <laughs> I've played any Ghost Recon games, um, but we got a bunch of stuff from Watch Dogs Legion, which uh, looks looks uh, pretty cool. I don't know the closer like. Since they keep pushing the goalposts back on that, I feel like that game, it's getting hype killed in the fact that they've shown oh, yeah. so much of that game over so many years, and then it keeps getting pushed back that by the time it comes <laughs> out, no one will care. Like, and I'm kind of in that boat where it feels like that game's already out. Like, See, and I actually, like, despite the fact that we have, I, I've only, like, really looked at bits and pieces. Like, I've, I've read the articles, but I haven't actually looked at the game much um so i just know stuff about the game <laughs> um but um this it's gonna supposedly it's gonna be out on october 29th <laughs> um i mean i feel then, like you, you know like years ago when they showed it and they were like ah ha ha you can like play as a grandma and like yeah this, you can that's the thing i still hear about it is like i'm gonna play that grandma uh, and, uh, but I mean, like, it's it's just so dated at this point. Like, I think the the concept and the ability to play everybody is still, like, cool and it'll be real novel. But I don't know. It's just then, like, I, I just feel it is at a point where that game already feels out enough that even if it comes out, even if it performs, like, even if it is a, let's just say a 10 out of 10 game, which it, like, likely won't be. Because uh, it's still got to be built in that old Ubisoft style in some capacity, but <laughs> yeah. but let's just say it is. I still don't think it'll sell because it's kind of left the zeitgeist at this point. Like this just felt like, hey, remember we're still making this, and I mean we're getting 
this was shown and I th- it was supposed to launch like last year and then it got punted to this year and it was supposed to be out in March. And well, they needed the world to catch up. <laughs> they needed the world to catch up. They needed 2020 no. to happen first. No, because it would have been more. It would have slapped better if you played it and then we're like, holy shit. Like they didn't want it to be too far out there. They wanted it to be a little more. That's grounded. even worse. <laughs> for, for a company that markets itself as not being political, uh, I mean, come on. Yeah. Uh, no, but um, apparently, it's also gonna uh, it'll support smart delivery. Um, Phil Spencer popped up later in the show to confirm that Phil Spencer he's just making the rounds, I guess. Um, yeah, and I mean, U- Ubisoft has. Like we already knew they were kind of supporting that in the first place due to yeah. Assassin's Creed, obviously, um, mm-hmm. where companies like, you know, 2K and uh, EA are not in support of it, at least right now. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's move on here. Brawlhalla is getting crossplay with, quote unquote, everyone. Um, Elite Squad is out on August 22nd or 22nd, 27th. The biggest like cock tease ever because it's fucking has Sam Fisher in it and it's we're not getting a freaking Splinter Cell game yet. It's all I want. I want to split. <sighs> well, there's all these companies. They're just sitting on these another, IPs. There's going to be another one of these Ubisoft forward before the end of the year. Um, Hopefully but, we better see it fucking. Well, because they still got to show gods and monsters like uh, fucking. Uh, Beyond Good and Evil 2 has been just MIA and is I mean bit <laughs> yeah. like, I mean both they they let uh both Watch Dogs 3 and uh Beyond Good and Evil 2 just become vaporware at a certain point. Yeah. Uh like I mean yeah, they Watch just Dogs stopped talking is about them, yeah. Less vaporware than Beyond Good and Evil 2, but Beyond uh, Beyond Good and Evil 2's just been the most vaporware yeah. vaporware. But I mean that game they've dumped enough money that that game has to be a game. So like beyond good and evil two will have to eventually be something. Um, it had, I mean like a very, very expensive cinematic trailer, like several years back, probably two, three years back. I can't remember. It's been so fucking long. And I mean, there's that pirate game that just vanished. That's also been vaporware for as long as I can fucking remember that. I remember them showing like five, six years ago. Um, which I have to either assume they've scrapped it and rebuilt it, scrapped it, rebuilt it. And now if they ever show it, it's going to be something entirely different. I know originally it was just going to be purely multiplayer. And then when it showed the next time they had a campaign as well as the multiplayer. And then that game just never came out and vanished off the face of the earth. Um, <laughs> yeah. What was it? Skull and bones or something like that. Um, was it just, it, it was cr- crossbones. No, it couldn't have been that. Um, fuck. It wasn't. I don't think it was Skull and Bones. I thought that Skull and Bones was a board game. No, Rum and Bones is a board game. Rum. Oh, so maybe it is Skull and Bones then. I think you're right. Yeah. Um, let's Skull see. and Bones. Yep, it is Skull and yeah. Bones. Uh, which has just been infinitely been rebooted, rebooted, Got infinitely rebooted. rebooted, infinitely punted. Uh, yeah. nobody seen like, it, like as much as we're in a world where most of the vaporware things have come out at this point, that skull and bones is one of those vaporware games that we'll just never see. Um, gods and monsters though, that was 
due this year, but I'm assuming yeah. it's coming out next year. As far as I know, it got pushed, um, which is just going to be a Breath of the Wild clone. Um, it's made by the Odyssey team, so I'm sure it'll be good because it's basically like, yeah, it's Greek mythology, but it's, you know, in a Breath of the Wild style. So uh, I'm down for that. Uh, you know, that that team's good. They're, they make the climbing feel good. Yeah. So I, I think they could do that. But yeah, they have just several fucking projects that nobody's seen or heard from. I, I think eventually we're going to have to see a, a uh, Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle 2 at some point. It's been time. It's been enough time for one of those. Um, I mean, I have to assume that's what that team went on to make. I know the uh, the base Rayman team uh, it, are the ones who are working on uh, Beyond Good and Evil 2, which is still weird that those are the same team. So, so it's like we're not we're not going to get a Rayman unless they have a different studio making Rayman or a Rayman, a game with that IP. Um, and then I mean they got to have like aside from Gods and Monsters being a new IP and all, but they got to have other new IPs that aren't just Skull and Bones and fucking Gods and Monsters. So I I don't know. Yeah. And, I mean that's, sh- surely they got a fucking slew of uh, Tom Clancy games, and I mean they're it's been so rumored and pretty much confirmed that there is a splinter cell in the works, but just nobody's seen it yet. Yeah. Like, I just don't think like nothing that heavily rumored has ever just turned out to be bullshit. (laughs) Yeah. So, Oh, hopefully we'll be seeing that next time. If not next time, I mean, eventually Ubisoft does seem to like, aside from their couple of vaporware things that were, you know, like E3 stinger trailers, they've been kind of playing a little closer to the chest in terms of uh, games coming out within the year, like a year yeah. or two from when they show them. So I think they're being a little like I think most game companies in general are being a bit smarter about that. There is still the occasional fucking trailer for something that is like, I don't know, just like it's this is a thing, I guess that you'll yeah. never see. Um, I mean, Nintendo especially is like, here's a trailer. Oh, that game's out. Uh, yeah. So, but yeah, uh, I'm excited to see more from Ubisoft. I know the bigger scandal here was that they didn't record anything or put any. They they said they didn't have time to put out a presser uh, to address all the current things and shifts in management and them laying the firing people, terminating people left and right. Well, we're we're the, getting to that. We're still talking about the games first, and then we'll get to that. Well, I mean, it's part of all this. Well, I, you know, I didn't even watch the thing because I was like, <laughs> there was what, like a 30 minute gameplay thing for uh, Watch Dogs. And then there was a 30 minute thing for Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I, I like clicked through the Valhalla stuff and was like, OK, it looks cool. Yeah. So we had Hyperscape. They showed Hyperscape off and there's oh, a right. public I beta for that. that one. Um, Battle and Royale. that. Yeah, they're 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 taking a Battle Royale. I'm, uh, I, I really want to. I want to make a joke about climbing a tower, <laughs> a watchtower. <laughs> You're going to unlock different areas of, of the battle royale map by climbing towers. <laughs> it's a bad joke. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it seems decent. I, I, eh, I don't know. We'll see how well it does, I guess. It's just, I don't want to be the person that says that we're we're all full up on battle royales because I was saying the same thing when freaking Apex came out and then look what happened there. Yeah, I mean the thing was is Apex was something different at that time because it was team based. Yeah. And I, I still wouldn't say we're necessarily 
full. Um, but that it, it's hard to release in it's that space harder. unless you're a big, big company. I mean, look at Amazon did crucible and it didn't, didn't <laughs> and then even it unreleased. Fucking, yeah. It didn't even catch flight. And like you're competing with games like call of duty, which has shooting down to a T yeah. You got Apex, and, yeah. which feels really good because Titanfall felt good. Um, yeah. Like, I still think Apex is something different than any of the other companies offered at that time. But, I mean, like, yeah, uh, Call sure. of Duty's been doing team-based shit. And then this uh, Ubisoft thing is team-based, too. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that's that's a public beta right now. Um but we'll see how well that does. But then, yeah, we saw gameplay from Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Uh, actual <laughs> gameplay this time. Um, so, I mean, I mean, it's what, what can you say about that? It's it's more Assassin's Creed. I mean, um, it's it's a little different than more Assassin's Creed. I mean, be, yeah, be honest well. here. Like they've <laughs> been slowly transitioning that franchise uh, piece by piece. <laughs> be making it more RPG like origins is not just it's origins was never more Assassin's Creed because I know many people who like Assassin's Creed who hated origins. And I think that's indicative of the change made with that game. Now that one honestly, made your assassin into more of like a superhero. I mean, Odyssey just straight up did that like you because you were just oh, a Odyssey. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm thinking of was yeah, Odyssey like in, in origin. origins. You still had fall damage and shit uh, in odyssey at a certain point you can just jump from infinite distance and you since you're a demigod you could just roll when you hit the ground um doesn't even matter you like which is much better like you know everybody it, it got rid of everybody from making fun of that franchise for you know like oh it's hay bales and you couldn't survive yeah. that which <laughs> I mean, the fantasy elements that they've been slowly rolling into there have are what have made that the newer franchise. Um, well, I guess I shouldn't say newer franchise, but them breathing new life into that franchise uh, from getting away from the rigid confines of history. I do still think they do a lot of historical stuff. Uh, great when it comes to those games and even Origins and Odyssey have like a tour mode. Uh, that let that just like will explain things from that time period and their attention to detail of recreating that time period. Now, of yeah. course, the better parts of that are where it gets mystical, magical, where you actually in Odyssey run into a Sphinx. There's the Minotaur, um, which, you know, get wrapped into the whole Apple of Eden thing, um, which is cool that yeah. it's like. It, it, you know, it used their sci-fi stuff that's always been there to explain the fantasy stuff in there, which I thought was cool uh, in wrapping that in there. But I know a lot of people are still like, oh, it's still an animus, which I mean, like, bar them just, which they, Ubisoft just wasn't going to do it. Like, Assassin's Creed is their bread and butter. It's that Ubisoft is basically the company that Assassin's Creed built at this point. Like, the amount of copies of Assassin's Creed 2 that sold has built them into the juggernaut they are today. Like, that and Far Cry served as the one-two punch. Far Cry 3 specifically. But anyway, like, when they release Origins, it, like, it is different enough that had they just made that a new IP, it arguably would have been the safer bet, but they were just, that's not going to happen. And, and even yeah. when it comes to Skull and Bones... Like you could tell for many years 
when it, especially since that game was announced post Black Flag. Yeah, it's been that fucking long. Black Flag was the current Assassin's Creed when Skull and Bones was announced. Um, but you could tell from since since Assassin's Creed Black Flag that they had been leaning heavily, more heavy into ship combat and they just wanted to make a boat game. And for the longest time, I was like, if they just want to make a boat game, make a fucking boat game. And then when I saw Skull and Bones, I was like, oh, good. They're finally just making a fucking like piratey boat game so they can yeah. get, axe it from Assassin's Creed and just shove it over there. Yeah. And, and now I feel like like post Black Flag, since it hasn't had ships so much as a focus. I mean, obviously, like, a lot of the games post Black Flag, uh, when you look at, uh, like, Rogue had ship combat that was, you know, just, it was Black Flag combat, but since you're not just in a boat all the time, it's not in there as much. And then you have, uh, what, what is it, uh, Unity, which didn't have boats in there at all, and uh, Syndicate didn't have it in there at all. So they got away from boats, and then uh, Origins, uh, you, you get, like, a little bit of boats, but then like Odyssey is the first one that brought boats back and boat combat back in a way. Uh, you have the the Greek fire and everything in there. You got the your archers and stuff. It, I mean, it's definitely dialed back from since you're not, you know, piloting a uh, big like galleon ship. You're not. Yeah. Those kind of ships. So you're not firing like all kinds of cannonballs and stuff or chain shots, <laughs> uh, which I think actually helps that game a lot because the problem was in in uh, Black Flag and stuff is when you have chain shots and everything, you just use that and take out mast uh, and like you, you take out their sails and then you just maroon the fucking ship and then you board the ship. Uh, yeah. Which, I mean, was fun and all like swashbuckling was fun, but it became so easy to take down the ships where when you don't have things like chain shot and everything, the boats are a little harder to combat. Um. Yeah, but but even that, like I said, I, I I appreciate that the ship combat even still has been dialed back quite substantially, which has led them to uh, like I, I once again, I'm like, I hope you're just focusing your boat stuff and your passion for boats in a different game. Put put that somewhere else like. Yeah. And I, th I felt they did that a bit with Odyssey. So and then this this game that like boats have to be a focus. Cause it's Vikings, like yeah, you're not gonna do Vikings without boats. Period. Yeah, you gotta um, have Viking ships. Yeah, so it, I think it'll be just you know the same combat when it comes to that. But yeah, yeah. Anyway, the focus in this game, where I was, what I was alluding to this whole time is when it comes to this, because they've been slowly restructuring the game, is basically it's Witcher but with uh, a better combat system and climbing. Because Witcher didn't really have climbing <laughs> yeah. or a very intricate combat system. And I know they've even said that there isn't a lot of side quests. Now, I hope what that actually translates to is that the side there's few side quests, but they're more impactful. Because I know that's something they were heavily criticized for in Odyssey, is that the side quest, while abundant, didn't really impact or matter. And even your relationship choices didn't matter. You'd just, you know, find a fucking slam piece, uh, you know, bone them down, and that's it. You didn't have to interact with that person ever again. So it didn't yeah. matter how many people you slept with. And of course, I know some people have said, uh, since there is kind of a, a scene in this where, you know, they get... Uh, 
flirtatious and you can just uh, bang somebody in this, but it makes it feel a little grosser uh, due to the circumstances within Ubisoft, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. So, but anyway, like, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm like, it's a game though. Like people love relationships, shit in games and like hooking up with people in games. Uh, yeah, it's sure not really, do. it's not my it's, thing. I mean, in Odyssey, I banged every person I came across. Didn't matter the gender, uh, just cause I found it. I wanted to see those cutscenes, and it was hilarious every time. Um, I, I played my Alexios like a big old player. Um, but yeah, I'm real excited to see this game because, you know, uh, Norse mythology has been big, uh, arguably overplayed at this point. Uh, but <laughs> You know, it's Assassin's Creed has transitioned into like, what if this plus this? Because it was like Origins was like, what if Egyptian yeah. gods and stuff with Assassin's Creed? And then it was yeah. like, what if Greek gods and Assassin's Creed? And now it's what if Norse gods? Um, yeah. And they did like the American Revolution. Well, I think this will just wrap up. Uh, I think this is going to make this just a trilogy. I think this was always billed as a trilogy um, of these kind of. I, like the prequels not ones. necessary the right word but you know the origins set of games like the yeah because both like it's it's still weird to me that they started with you know origins uh where you play as baic which like he's still even at the like he he's a, the founder of the assassin's order basically like it, he that that's where the creed that's the game where they invent the creed but then odyssey is back further like, like it's further back in time. It's a prequel to Origins, which yeah. is, has always been weird. And then this is like flash forward a little bit. Um, what is this? Eight hundred? Is that when it's taking place? Eight uh, hundred? I'm not sure when this one takes place. Something like that. I I think this is gonna serve as more the, cause the uh, what in Odyssey they had the cult of the cosmos, and then in uh. I forget what it is in Origins, but they, they're like the proto-Templars. So I think in this game we'll see like the actual origins of the Templars is what we're going to see if I had to put my money on it. Uh, but yeah, and then I, I'm interested to see where it will go after this in all honesty. Because like I said, this is this seemed like it was always built to be like the Origins trilogy and do we're going to do three in that style and then possibly move on to something else. Um, and we'll see. I mean, it's going to probably be a while, but we'll see. Anyway, I know I talked ad nauseum about Assassin's Creed, but it's one of the franchises I've played basically every entry in. I haven't played Syndicate and I never finished Rogue, but tragedy struck with that. My, my PS3 died, uh, when I was in the middle of Rogue <laughs> right at the end. Um, so it's taken me a long time to rebuild back up the courage to even go back into that game. Uh, but I will eventually beat that and uh, and syndicate. But yeah. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So after that, they also showed the Far Cry Six trailer, which was pretty sweet looking trailer. Obviously, it's CGI. Not not really any. And people seem to be saying this is a prequel of three. I'm not sure. I like I said, I've never played it, so I don't. I wouldn't know. It's uh, some people are saying. Right, there's an article here on Kotaku saying that it's set on an island nation inspired by Cuba. Which I mean, when you look at the trailer, that seemed 
fairly obvious. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's coming on February 18th, 2021. PS4, Xbox One, PC, and next-gen consoles. So yeah, that's yeah, pretty cool. I might look into getting this. Like I said, I really like... Uh, uh, how do you pronounce his name? Giancarlo? Giancarlo? I have no idea. I think it's Giancarlo Esposito. Cool-ass actor. I really enjoyed him in Breaking Bad, so I kind of want to see what they did with him as like a voice actor of a character made to his likeness in a video game. So, yeah, we'll see. Um, But then this, this leads into the other stuff where before this event started, they came out and said that, that they won't address misconduct issues during the digital showcase. <laughs> like in what you said earlier that they didn't have time to do any of anything to say, which I mean it, is bullshit. I do think yeah. people are, and we, we mentioned over- it last reacting week. a bit uh, yeah. to this. I mean, you know, like at the end, yes, like I 100% agree. They should have recorded something. I'm not saying yeah. they shouldn't have, but I just think the like every podcast I listen to has been like, you'll fuck Ubisoft for not recording something. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, yeah, they're they're kind of like sweepy under the rug, kind of a little bit like what well, we, we mentioned that last week that that's sort of been their history with this type of stuff. Yeah, and I, I mean, I hope this isn't the an example of that, of trying yeah. to get away with it. It's a little too soon to read it as that, is them just trying to, you know, f- fire all these fucking people and then just sweep it under a rug and be like, hey, see, none of that those things ever happened and we never knew about it. <laughs> like, I, I hope yeah. that's not what they're doing. I hope. Yeah, I hope. You know, before, yeah, you know, but. I think they still have a little bit of a window to do a make good on this. And that is if they get to the next Ubi fucking forward and they don't answer for this shit, then yeah, like fuck them. But yeah, you know, we're like, I'm going to cut them a little slack here on this one. They, they like, it is a little bullshit that they just put out, you know, like a little presser saying like, Hey, we're not going to do that now. Like that's bullshit. But I guess they did warn people beforehand that it wasn't going to be there, you know? Yeah. They could have just done yeah, nothing so and shown nothing and not addressed anything that's at all. That's true. Like that. Cause at least, yeah, I guess at least in a way they didn't pretend that it didn't happen. They were just, they came out and said something before. Um, I can't, we last week we mentioned somebody who was out, someone who got removed or resigned. I can't remember um, the, what uh, name. I can't remember his name, but he is the, uh, uh, creative director for Assassin's Creed Valhalla and ha- was the creative director for Assassin's Creed Origins as well. Was it Serge Haskowit? Don't know. I, that I name can't doesn't remember, sound but, familiar to me. But, but like, I mean, there's, there's more they, people that... They also that, fired yeah. the, the like, uh, head exec that made big play decisions on like literally green lighting games. So. Yeah, I think that was Serge Haskowit that you just mentioned just now. He resigned... Um basically like all the it sounds like it, like all the stuff happened under him so i mean he's kind of like yeah you probably gotta go <laughs> it's, um whether like you allowed this to happen it still happened underneath your leadership and it's just like a, there's i mean other it sounds like that, there's substantial evidence that there was just a lot of turning blind eyes and shit yeah um 
So the position of chief creative officer will be filled by CEO Yves, Yves Guillemont. Guillemont. Yves Guillemont. Yves, Yves Guillemont. Hey, you better at pronouncing it than I am. <laughs> it helps if you say it with a fake French accent. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. And which, which, I mean, all this really sucks because everything I've heard about Yves has been that he's like a great guy and real nice, but... I mean, clearly he would be directly responsible for turning a blind eye to a lot of incidents. Yeah. And I mean, all this really falls on him in the end, Yeah. Uh, to be honest. But I mean, like I said, he he yeah. at least seems like he's not one of the touchy Tims at the end of the day. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, that doesn't There's make also, him much better either. Also, Yanis Mallet, uh, the head of Ubisoft's Canadian studios, and also the Global head of human resources, uh, Cecile Cornet or Cornet. I don't know if that's, do you pronounce the T's in French? I don't know. Um, no. so you, so it'll be Cecile Cornet. Um, yeah. It's like the <laughs> Forbear rapport. Yeah. 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 So that they're she out. He is actually Colbert. <laughs> he really is. That's not even a joke. He just it's did just, that as his care. It was just his character. Yeah. Um, man, imagine being, imagine like fucking up so bad that you get fired as a global head of HR, global HR and you get, just get the boot. Um, yeah. So they're, they're all out, uh, on July 2nd, uh, Yves, Yves Guillemot, uh, promised to revise the composition of the editorial department, we, which is, we had talked about last week i believe um but yeah so they're they're really shaking that place up they're getting rid of a lot of people hopefully like you said hopefully this leads in a better direction and uh continues to change the company for the better i mean but, like i said like i'm in meant like once again i guess be mad that they allowed for a lot of this to happen like yeah. sure but i just find it still a little baffling how much ire everybody is giving Ubisoft currently considering they're trying like clearly with all the terminations happening, they're yeah. at least trying to oust a lot of these fuckheads where, I mean, there's still many companies just flying under the radar that have done just as bad, if not worse things. So, you, I mean, we still never really fully found out uh, what was the deal with uh, what, what's it, what's it called? Uh, Bethesda letting uh, what's his name? Go that composer. Or not hiring him back. Um, you know, um, the Skyrim composer. Uh, oh, Jeremy Soule. Yeah, Jeremy Soule. We never found out, like, the end of that story. Or, yeah. like, if they just wouldn't work with him because of the allegations. Or, yeah. like, what the deal with that was. Like, we also so never I'm, like, found that, out, I think. I was like, you about... think that? And I was like, and you think Ubisoft's the only company sweeping shit under the rug? <laughs> like, I think Bethesda's we also got didn't plenty really... of skeletons in their fucking closet. I think we also didn't really find out what happened with Marty O'Donnell, too. No, I mean, and that's their job. At least, like, at least a lot of this Ubisoft has been, you know, very public. Um, and like I said, I think this whole, like, them not making a little press thing right before their Ubi forward thing, which does get a little hard. Once again, I'm not going to say it's easy to be like, oh, yeah, get excited for Ubisoft products and to throw money at them isn't the easiest thing when they had a lot of shitty stuff go on recently. Um, but... Like I said, they have at least taken these steps of ousting those fuckheads where many companies just ha do it silently 
and I don't feel they get half the shit Ubisoft has. Um, but like I said, maybe, maybe at the end of the day, I'm just like a, a fuckhead Ubisoft sympathizer. Um, but like I said, I do have a, like a little soft spot for them because they are the newest, youngest, like Titan of industry in that space. And I feel that they have taken some steps in the right direction where yeah. once again, like Activision, Activision Blizzard and, uh, fucking EA, uh, 2K, Take-Two have just repetitively, like, constantly and not done anything for the most part, like, or what they've done has been piss poor at best, so. Yeah. Yeah, and, and like I said, I, all of it's shit at the end of the day, um, they should go take out their dirty laundry and get some nice clean sheets, uh, yeah. clean, wash, wash yourself up, get cleaned up, <laughs> clean up your yeah. act. Yeah, well, especially, er, 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 um, <laughs> speaking of cleaning up your act, they, uh, in the Watch Dogs trailer, they, like, copied and reworked that Holocaust quote, you know, the first Yikes. they came for the communist, communist one. So the the goes first they came for the communists and I did not speak out because I was not a communist. Then they came for the socialists and I did not speak out because I was not a socialist. Then they came for the trade unionists and I did not speak out because I was not a trade unionist. Then they came for the Jews and I did not speak out because I was not a Jew. Then they came for me and there's there was no one left to speak for me. And in the trailer, they said this in the trailer. First, they came for the foreigners and I did not speak out because I was not a foreigner. Then they came for the protesters and I did not speak out because I was not a protester. Then they came for the journalists and I did not speak out because I was not a journalist. Then they came for the street artists and I did not speak out because I'm not a street artist. I realized eventually they'd come for me. There would be no one left to speak for me. Yeah, I don't I don't know about that. It's <laughs> I, I just uh, come up with something different. Start, yeah, that's not being appropriating creative. <laughs> some shit from especially the Holocaust still a little too sensitive. Yeah. Yeah. That it's like <laughs> street artists. Yeah. That, that one, uh, it cringed real hard <laughs> at that one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that not, not cool. So that's just another thing. Clean up. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else do we have here? Um, let's see. What do we got? Where are we looking at time right now? Let's see. Do you want to talk about Devolver, the Devolver Direct, or the Valve stuff? I will do Devolver. Devolver. So Devolver did like their weird, their thing was apparently like a virtual E3. They like created the, the, uh, they recreated the LAX Expo Center. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that was, it was weird. I heard the Giant Bomb guys were talking about it, and it seemed like that was, that was when I, I messaged you because they used the term inside baseball. <laughs> you know, I was like, uh, I've never heard them say that before. And I know you said it like a couple weeks ago. It's weird. It is weird. So let's see. Let's start with Shadow Warrior 3. Uh, so they had a trailer for that. It will be be available in 2021. I've never played any of the Shadow Warrior games. Um, so I don't. 
I don't know where this really stands compared to the other ones, but it does look like some decent kind of like, like Shadow platforming. Warrior fans are excited. Um, I've also never played a Shadow Warrior game. I know they're kind of kind of like Duke Nukem a bit. A little bit. They're um, basically Daikatana. It, it's like Daikatana how it was supposed to be. It looks, I mean, just looking at the trailer, it, it looks like they took a lot of inspiration from the 2016 Doom and Doom Eternal. I, the game's just going to make you John Romero's bitch at the end of the day, so. <laughs> true, true. Um, and then we had Fall Guys, uh, an online, massively multiplayer online party game. Uh, Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout. It's coming to PlayStation 4 and Steam on August 4th. Um, that massively multiplayer, so it looks like it's just like one of those kind of physics-y getting hit by stuff flying around and you just have to complete objectives with your team. Looks, I don't know, looks like a fun party game, I guess. Might, might be fun for a party. <laughs> um, they made Carrion. Carrion? Carrion. Carrion. Carrion unleashes July 23rd on Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, Karen? and PC. Is it Karen? Because it's C-A-R-R-I-O-N. So it doesn't, Isn't it doesn't that look Karen like or Karn. I don't know. It doesn't look like it to me. <laughs> Isn't it uh, supposed to be like, you know, uh, when you got, you know, vultures overhead eating their Karen, like dead bodies. I don't, I don't care. I, 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 I would think it's Karen, Karen. I don't know. I'm not Maybe a linguist. I, I'm not either. I just, you know, if I sound like, like an idiot right now, maybe I am. I don't fucking know. I, I know the word. <laughs> I've yeah. I've seen the word. I right, just know I've a, heard that game is fun to play. You play as like a blob monster. You're, it was kind of pitched that you play as the villain. Yeah, it's kind of cool. You're uh, just yeah doing some fucked up bloody shit. It's like a side scrolly, two D game. Murder simulator. Yeah. Yeah, it looks pretty decent. I mean, I... Yeah, I've been pretty excited for that. And uh, that game's actually coming to Game Pass on launch, so... It looks like, also, like, you can... It, your 28th, your, I think? Uh, 23rd. 23rd. Yeah. There, there's a bunch of cool games coming to Game Pass this month, so that's... And that's one of them. Yeah. So that's gonna be... Uh, it looks like you, you, like, can take control of, like, the guys with guns, and so you can... It's like you're playing as a character, but it's like your monster thing is controlling him. Um, uh, moving on, Sonic Fox made an appearance. You know, we all love Sonic Fox here. Um, I don't know why Sonic Fox showed up. The article does not say why, but Sonic Fox was there. <laughs> a lot of people hate on Sonic Fox, but you know, he's he's my hero. He's the hero the fighting game community needs uh, in, in a vast pool of uh shitty people yeah and i know there were people who like obviously the smash community has been in turmoil and just the fighting game community has been on fire due to also a lot of uh you know assault uh allegations and sexual misconduct and i saw someone on twitter being like well i i think it was just uh a screen cap that sonic fox took and then it was it was somebody being like 
Can't wait till Sonic Fox, like, you know, gets basically yeah, outed gets for his, this or whatever. Gets yeah. his, and, and he, you know, just screen capped it and retweeted it out and was like, it's not going to happen because, like, I'm, Cause I'm not a piece just, of shit. Yeah, he's just a nice guy. Like, I, I mean, everything I've seen from him, I'm like, he just seems like a genuinely cool guy. And I yeah. mean, and yeah, they're like, you know, I, I can't help, help but see that. He he is real different, so of course he's gonna get shit, and it sucks that he's got to deal with that for being, you know, he's he's very proud of being gay, uh, or I guess I should say they. I, I apologize for uh, misusing pronouns uh, through any of this, but yeah, they they uh, Sonic Fox very proud of being gay, very proud of being uh, a furry. And very just out there about it, and, and also being I, I think, proud of being a badass gamer. Oh yeah! Like, <laughs> at the end of the day, like Sonic Fox has proven they're an elite gamer. Like especially when it comes yeah. to fighting games, from you know just being like you know being just god tier when it came to uh, Dragon Ball Fighters, and then you know playing Smash a bit and being able to even place somewhere within the smash community is crazy and yeah. then to go from that into mortal Kombat and just dominate mortal Kombat, i mean come on the versatility here is just it's insane um and yeah i just like they've just been you know an asset nothing but an asset for the fighting game community at the end of the day yeah um yeah because they uh which just seems weird in hindsight due to allegations within the studio but uh, they put Sonic Fox and Skullgirls, I think we mentioned that a while back, in the uh, training room. Yeah. And some people were really mad about that and attacking Sonic Fox on social media. And it's like, get fucking bent, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, they put Sonic Fox in as uh, Sonic Fox, like, the the wolf in their persona and everything. And I don't know that I think that's what makes the whole thing fun. It, like it, arguably Sonic Fox helped me understand furries a lot more and be, if anything, more accepting of furries. Like I'm not I never necessarily had an issue with furries. I still, you know, like I don't fully understand it and I never really will. But, you know, I think it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> they want to wear a fursuit and, you know, be almost like a living cartoon character you know <laughs> cool speaking of which i saw this really terrible coronavirus mask meme and it was just it was just a picture of a, a bunch of furries and it says or it was, it was uh, one was a picture of a bunch of furries and then next to it was a picture of a mask and it said if they can fuck in these then you can wear one of these <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> which I mean, obviously, it's not in, in being a furry isn't always a sexual thing, but that just that I, that made me laugh because I mean, people whining about wearing a mask in the Walmart. Jesus I Christ! Mean, I think that, <laughs> like when it comes to furries, I think exposure therapy is like the best thing for it because yeah everybody does think it or associate it with just being a, yeah. a like kink thing and it's it's a lifestyle choice at the end of the day uh, a hobby and a yeah, job a for a lot of people uh, uh, fucking making those things yeah and uh, like i don't know it uh, the whole it, like like i said 
it it's not for me but it if i knew somebody like who was a furry i would just think it was cool i i would think that was awesome like to be honest <laughs> i it's it's expensive to be one <laughs> if you want a good one. Yeah, and I mean it's like any hobby, you're definitely gonna spend money, even it's though like the same, I, the I think same it's a thing bit as... reductive to refer to it as a hobby. Like I don't know. Some people it may be as a hobby, some people yeah. it may be a sex thing, some people it might not be. Some people, yeah. like I said, it's a lifestyle choice. Um, yeah. Well, I mean it's like the people that uh, do the, the know, legion the 501st legion or whatever is that was that what yeah, it's called the yeah, fucking the, uh, star wars shit yep um, people it, and it's, it's just cost like about the same amount too to do that yeah um just like them or i mean to a lesser extent and i'm not saying this because the association there which i'll get into but juggalos as well <laughs> yeah uh, i know we bring up juggalos on the show juggalos a lot, is, diff- is, is I mean, a lifestyle for sure yeah i mean and you know uh but I guess my point was that uh, was it uh, one of the members of ICP, uh, what Violent J or whoever the hell, uh, yeah. his uh, daughter is a uh, is a furry. And yep. They had a very cute video uh, a while back for yeah. that. He had a fucking fur suit made for himself. <laughs> that yeah. was yeah. a fucking. He was a he was a goddamn what's what's his name again? Uh, Violent, Violent J. J. Yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. Violent J themed fucking fursuit man which is i mean like once again th- think what you will of juggalos but i was like what a good dad you know yeah, <laughs> like, yeah supporting his daughter in that way well what a good dad I, yeah juggalos it's a strange thing because it's like they they're they're insane people but they're also like the most welcoming group <laughs> that probably that's out there and most people who i've met that have identified as juggalos have been very nice very pleasant people. <laughs> Just um, don't talk shit about Fago. <laughs> I mean, I I feel at the end of the day, most of them just find it as funny as anybody else. The whole Fago thing. Oh yeah, they take their Fago very seriously. <laughs> uh, sucks sucks for juggalos out here because Fago was like an East Coast Shasta, and we we really, I mean, Shasta is the more commonly available thing over here. We have a lot of juggalos in Montana. We do a lot. <laughs> I couldn't tell you how many hatchet man, uh, like bumper like, stickers, yeah, or window, like window clings and tattoos I've seen. Uh, which is, which is, I mean, like, cool. Like, if if that's where you feel you have a sense of belonging, like, good, you found community. Um, wish I had a community. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, just the other day I saw a screenshot that was I don't know how recent it is, but it was like violent J. Or it was the ICP like Facebook account calling out like some guy that's like a singer on the the uh, some band a band called Blood on the Dance Floor or something who's like a yeah. known <laughs> pedophile and it's like if you see this this oh guy I can't remember the words he called him but it was crazy like, if you see this guy you know what to do just beat the shit out of this guy yeah <laughs> which well, is make like sure you got the right guy yeah, yeah, make sure, yeah make sure you got the right mohawk haircut fucking uh, i can't remember there's like peacock hair i can't remember which but. is once again a sentiment i'm like i appreciate it you know it it strangely as harshly worded and vulgar as that whole thing was it was oddly polite like i was like wow how polite yeah. of you and also anti-pedophilia <laughs> yeah i mean i i feel that's a stance most juggalos would take yeah but uh 
Should we should probably move on because we're starting to get close on time here. But um, oh, you don't want to turn this into a Juggalo cast? Yeah, the, <laughs> this is the yeah, this is the Juggalo show. The, the we talk the, about them a lot. Like we talk about Juggalos. <laughs> we probably talk about them more Way than more any than video should. game podcast. <laughs> I feel they've been strangely more relevant now than ever due to the whole camera recognition thing and yeah that uh, and uh, <laughs> being like recognized as a as a uh fucking um gang or what what's that the distinction that the government they called them like a terrorist group or something i can't remember yeah something like that but which was something insane like something that they, they won't even they won't even classify <laughs> the they won't even classify the kkk as that but they they'll what, like a radical group or something? Like, I uh, can't yeah, it was something ridiculous. I'm I think surprised like, they wouldn't just label them as a cult, to be honest, <laughs> even though they're they're not that. I mean, they have weird cult-esque. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, ICP had weird lore surrounding, like, the Dark Carnival and all that shit, which yeah. I think at the end of the day for most Juggalos, it was just like, you know, fun and games. Yeah, I'm sure some people were took it very seriously and <laughs> well, really then, bought into that. But it like it seems like it's just fun to them, you know. Yeah, and I don't know if I if we covered this or not. I think we did, but I mean they 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 canceled the gathering this year over due to the coronavirus. So I mean at least they're being they're sensible. more sensible than most <laughs> groups of people. It's insane. <laughs> Which I know it, it, I keep using that word, but it, it come meant, on. Yeah, they, well, they are the insane clown posse. <laughs> it's weird that in in 2020, the most sensible group is the insane clown posse. It's it's weird that they could get labeled as anything but a posse. It's right in the name, <laughs> posse. For yeah, fuck's sake, they're, they're a fucking, posse. They're, they're a war party. They're <laughs> they're not whatever the fuck the government wants to label as them. They're a posse. <laughs> they're certainly not a hate group that's for sure like i said most most juggalos i've ever met i've never i've never ran into a, a bad one i'm sure they exist like any group has some shitty we're gonna people become it, like the number one podcast gaming podcast for juggalos <laughs> juggalos of the juggalos i've met have been very we're, friendly we're, very polite they're just like the metalheads like <laughs> I mean, metalheads in a fucking mosh pit, they are the nicest polite people. They like to party hard and rough people up, you know, but yeah. in the sake of fun. If, as soon as they think you're not having fun, they will they will help you out of that mosh pit. They will help you up immediately if you fall. They like, <laughs> they're very polite, understanding people. Yeah. That doesn't mean if you if you if you cross them they'll fuck you up. <laughs> yeah, don't cross a metalhead. But I think it's the same thing with ICP. Yeah, don't. Yeah, they'll come at you with a hatchet. <laughs> <laughs> Which I still it still bothers me that the fucking hatchet man symbol he's holding a cleaver and not a hatchet. Yeah, I always I didn't understand that, but whatever. It, <laughs> um, you know, props to the people running with the hatchet. You know whatever <laughs> anyway we should probably move on <laughs> so next we had olegia coming to nintendo switch and pc um i don't know what is this game it's like a weird pixel thing is they're it a all puzzle? weird pixel things they're devolver games. yeah yeah you're not you're not wrong there <laughs> of course <laughs> These are, that's, they're yeah, like that's the biggest indie publisher <laughs> devolver in a nutshell weird pixel game um yeah, it looks like some games. cool fighting, pixel fighting game, side scrolling, 
Oh, there's a get over here. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, looks decent. Um, Serious Sam 4? Yeah, this was probably the largest game they showed while... Yeah. I don't know. I, I have such for... mixed feelings about Serious Sam because, I mean, it was a big hit way back in the day. Yeah. Serious Sam 1 and 2 at least. I think even 3, but... I don't know. Does anybody even give a shit about Serious Sam now? Like, maybe this game will come out and blow everybody away for all I fucking know. I know the yeah, maybe it'll be the like biggest a, thing is like, look at all the fucking enemies we could have on the screen. Like, <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. But I don't know. That's just not that's not impressive like it used to be. Yeah. It hasn't been for what I think the last time that was impressive was in uh, Assassin's Creed Unity. It was like, look at all these fucking yeah. AIs. <laughs> Well, I think uh, what it, 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 there's a possibility that it could just be like another situation where it's like Doom 2016, where it, it ends up being better than it has any right to be. Yeah, I mean, but, that's entirely possible, but I, I don't know. The Serious Sam, even when it came to like two and three, were very much in that old school Doom fast paced yeah. shooter style. And this yep. is do, like Serious Sam 4 is also going to be that. But yep. not in the way of reinventing it and making the combat very intricate in the way Doom 2016 and even further so in Doom Eternal uh, really was about being a combat puzzle. Yeah. Um, and having like, oh, you know, you do this, you get this, you do this, you get this. So it's like this thing gets you ammo. This thing like chainsaw yeah. people gets yeah. you ammo. Blood <laughs> yeah. punch gets you health. Like. <laughs> Yeah, it's really you interesting know. how they did that. We'll see. I guess we'll find we'll find out what this is like. I mean, looking at the trailer, it doesn't look bad. Um, it looks like it. I mean, at least it could be. It, I mean, at very worst, it's mediocre. <laughs> and I mean, yeah, I was going to say that it's just it's probably just going to be some middleware at the end of the day. Like, yeah, it's OK. Like, which I mean, most games fall in that category. Most yeah. games are like, eh, like and maybe if you have a lot of nostalgia for Serious Sam, it'll tickle your fancy. Yeah. But I really don't. I played like a little bit of Fuck, I haven't Sam played too. any Serious Sam. It's never been a game I played. It, so, I mean, it, it for me, it was just one of those like big hit PC games that everybody was playing and I never really had a great PC. Um, yeah. So even when I played Serious Sam 2, it was like already way past its prime. Uh, yeah. Well, um, let's see. The last thing here was the Devolver Land, Devolver Land Expo, which is what I mentioned at the beginning of this little segment here where they kind of like recreated the LA Convention Center and they like created like their own like expo where it was kind of like E3-esque. You can go in and like watch trailers and whatnot. And that's for free on Steam. You can go and download that. Um, seems kind of interesting. I might have to check this out myself, just hearing what people have said about it. Um, but we should probably take a break because we got went really long that first segment. So the next segment's going to be pretty short. <laughs> so uh, we will be right back. In a world of utter randomness, one podcast stood up from the bunch, and it was The Amazing World of Talking Shiz. <coughs> Sorry, I had to clear my throat there. Um, yeah, it's just mainly randomness. And focus is definitely not being not focused on at all. No, <laughs> uh, our podcast is definitely um, no 
theme at all. It's literally random and talk about literally everything and throwing in random jokes at any given time. We're on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. So go ahead, tune in. New episodes weekly. And we're international. International. Very, very well. So tune in. Follow us on Twitter. See you there. All right. Welcome back to the podcast. Um, So first up here we have um valve they had failed to make a lot of half-life 3 games which i mean we all knew this like that was just like half-life 3 has been in uh, constant developmental hell because of just partially the way that valve operates is that they just allow them to create teams to just work on games as they see fit whether that whatever they have like the motivation for essentially the inspiration for they don't want to force their teams to make a specific game that maybe they don't they're not feeling so i think part of that leads to them not doing a half-life 3 especially given like the reputation of the half-life games it's hard to live up to so this came out of a a final hours um from uh uh, jeff Keeley. And he kind of went into all these different Half-Life projects that were started and scrapped uh, basically between Half-Life 2, Episode 2, and uh, Half-Life Alex. Um, so kind of, so part of it is like there's stuff that nev- never got made because Source 2 never really came to fruition. And that was kind of supposed to be like one of the big things was like Source 2 would be like the big new thing. Because every Half-Life game usually came with some sort of new tech or new innovation in gaming. And nowadays, it's kind of hard to do that. Because um, it's just like nothing is as big. Or, like, yeah, I no- mean, like, no- obviously, nothing Half-Life hits as hard. physics, like adding an yeah. intricate physics system. Obviously, the gravity gun being the most indicative of that. But... I don't know. And I always hate when people are just like every game since then has just been trying to be Half-Life 2 basically and just is a physics based thing. And I'm like, that's not necessarily true. But even then, like, I mean, what do you do? Like, yeah. And it looked like at some point they're trying to do stuff that's like procedurally generated, which I I guess in that line, the VR stuff does seem the most logical to try yeah. and revolutionize a more immersive experience or bring a yeah. more immersive experience. I don't think anything will ever quite be as like until we just have uplink. There's not going to be a huge jump. It's like diminishing returns. Yeah, I was like until you're just loading into a video game like neural yeah. linking into a fucking game. I don't think there's going to be something quite like like it's going to be baby steps from here on in. And even by oh, the time yeah. we're at a neural link, it'll be like the the small baby steps and intermittent steps will all have been taken. Yeah. So yeah, they had a couple like different VR things. Um, so they, they one of them was called just shooter. Um, <clears throat> you were just shooting combine sh- soldiers in various locations. Um, then they had another one called Borealis. <clears throat> And they would have been set on the bridge of the famous Borealis ship as seen in Half-Life 2 Episode 2. Um, yeah, so that was that was going to be uh, another game. There's also, uh, let's see. So there was going to be another game that was set in the city of Ravenholm. 
Um, so that and but then once again canceled. It's, it's just yeah, there's there's just a lot of a lot of games that they started and stopped. Like even Left for Dead Three didn't happen because of not finishing Source Engine Two. So yeah, I mean it's not surprising to see that so many they've been they've tried to start a new game and stop developing on it just because of just the expectations behind the name half-life it's too much to handle for for today's audience i guess i don't know um yeah i don't don't think i really have anything else to say it's just always more surprising that they like why not just release those not under the half-life moniker you know right yeah change them to something else different names different characters yeah Yes, yeah, so come up with something new, but yeah, I don't know. Um, so the Batman universe will expand with an HBO Max cop show. So that's going to be part of the Robert Pattinson's Batman universe. Because, you know, we have like 18 Batman yeah. right now. Like Ben Affleck supposedly coming back is what I'm hearing. We we'll have Batfleck. We we'll have Pattinson. I don't know, man. That DC universe has been and continues Fucking, to be a mess. Like... Um, I don't know why I'm, um, what isn't Michael Keaton coming back as Batman? Yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking. Michael Keaton is coming back as Batman, um, in the flash movie. I was going to say, are they just doing flash show or whatever? Yeah. Flash movie. Just flashpoint and like, or that's what it sounds like. Something weird where like there's several Batmans and they're doing into the Bataverse. Into the Bataverse. I'm thinking it's, yeah, what I'm hearing is it's going to be like Flashpoint storyline. Um, I still think it would have been a really good option to take Michael Keaton and have him be just old old Bruce Wayne and do fucking Batman Beyond. But, you know, that's that's just my opinion. I just want more fucking Batman Beyond. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so that there's more Batman stuff because I don't... I we haven't hit critical mass on Batman yet, I guess. Um <laughs> uh there's a fucking NES Lego thing set. Do you have on hand the price of this thing? It's like wasn't it 250 bucks? It's a little more than that, but yeah. How how much is it? I think it's like 280 no, it's, to it's, 260. No, it's oh, it's 230. I just know it was ridiculous. Yeah, it's two thirty. Yeah, I I thought it was two fifty. I guess it's two thirty. It's still um, expensive as all hell. Like that's way yeah. more than which I know. Just Legos are so premium and expensive as fuck. But that's more than an NES. Yeah. Like oh my god. Yeah, that's uh that is a crazy set. But you know it's that's cool gonna go quick. It's gonna go quick. It's People got are the gonna TV buy it, and you can like, you know, roll the crank, and it like Mario moves on the screen. That's kind of cool, yeah. but a lot of proprietary parts in this set, I guess. Um, that is, it's two thousand six hundred and forty six pieces. It's a lot, of, a lot of pieces. Um, I wonder if it includes the little Mario guy because it. One of the pictures here it shows the Mario dude from the yeah, Mario from the, Lego, the other Mario set. That yeah. creepy looking Mario. <laughs> yeah, the creepy looking Mario with like the little like fucking Iron Man arc reactor screen on his chest. Like double <laughs> double wide Mario. <laughs> double wide Mario, yeah. Yeah, this thing looks weird. I I'm obviously I'm not gonna be getting it because I don't have that kind of money for a Lego set. Like fuck just spending like sixty bucks on like an X Wing is like enough for me. <laughs> 
Though I wish I could get one of those like badass Millennium Falcon sets. Those things are huge. Um, and speaking of expensive, a rare copy of Super Mario Brothers sells at auction for $114,000. Just do ridiculous. You, do you think Bo bought it? No. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. It is, uh, like... <laughs> This is just absurd, and what, what was it? Wasn't it like one of the first prints? And it yeah, was it was like, like it was sealed. like one of the it was the first set where they had, they had sealed them in cellophane, I guess. But yeah, it was like a very early um, print or production of the game, and it was like in still like untouched condition, essentially. So, what people will pay for video games is insane. Well, and I mean, it's like, it's a cool collector's item, but I mean, I guess seems if you ridiculous. have the spare $100,000 to throw around, then by all means. Yeah, it just seems Jesus. ridiculous because it's like, there's nothing truly it's making probably the that same guy that different than a fucking any other opened copy of that, to be honest. Yeah, it's probably the same guy that, s- that sent $40,000 in Bitcoin to that address. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's crazy. Uh, YouTuber uses Connect Mod to play Mario 64 with a trampoline. Yeah, that was pretty cool to get get uh, some fitness out of it. It was it was pretty yeah. cool watching that. Yeah, and I and when I read the title, I thought he was using like a full size trampoline. I didn't think it was just, just one like of one of the little exercise trampolines. Yeah, I was thinking it's like, is this guy just like jumping around on a big old trampoline in his backyard to play Super Mario 64? <laughs> Did he have to spin around in circles to do the, uh, so long, Bowsy? I don't know. I wonder. Maybe. Like, I, I know it's, I think he did have to, like, kind of, like, do little spins as he was jump hopping, like. See, when I jump, Mario jumps. Yeah, like, I mean, I watched it, but it, it was, there was a lot going on, and it was kind of like the version I watched was like a super cut. Let's see if I can get to a bus. Here's Bowser. God, all the ads on these videos. Jesus. Okay. Oh, yes, he does. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, he just has to go spin around in circles on the trampoline to spin Bowser around. Is not very effective. It looks very difficult to do. <laughs> I mean, it's got to be super hard to aim that. Yeah. Well, not just that, but like he he kept like slowing down a little bit. Like it kept like not quite picking up his movement. So he didn't, he wasn't able to get the spin to go as far. Oh, so he had to, he had to fix the animation. He had to fix the, the, um, there you go. Yeah. Later on in the video, he fixes the whole process for detecting his spinning and then it works. (laughs) That's pretty cool. I like that. The fact that you have to spin around in the trampoline makes me a fan. Um, Cause that was the best part of that game. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Google announces Stadia is getting more games, but not much else. Because, you know, Stadia is still trying to stay relevant. Yeah, that that it hurts to think of Stadia, you know, <laughs> it does. Um, This one, this. OK, is this this is uh, this news is guaranteed to make you like this is going to take you back. This is going to take you back into the old the days, the old days of gaming. Microsoft's new flight simulator comes on 10 discs. Holy shit. <laughs> yes. Like, doesn't that just, like, instantly bring you back to be like, oh, shit, I have, like, a million discs for one game. <laughs> like, like, that brought me all the way back to, like, my fucking Macintosh days installing a game and having, like, 20 floppy disks I have to insert to install this damn game onto the computer. 
That game looks really fucking impressive. Have you seen anything from it? Yeah, it looks. I mean, it looks like that that yeah. game brought it, into the modern era. Yeah, which is I'm just like, where's the, I don't see the demand for this, but obviously there there are plenty. I guess there are people out there that I mean, obviously there's people that build cockpits in their garage because they're insane people. And in, they're not in even high school, pilots. I knew somebody who that was like the only game they played, which sucked because they knew you know I was a gamer, so. Yeah. Obviously, they wanted to talk to me about games, but realistically, they but only they wanted to wanted talk to me about Microsoft Flight Sim. And so, I was like, look, man, I, I don't know shit about fucking Flight <laughs> Simulator. Like, and I don't, I just don't at the end it. of the day, I was like, I don't care about your weird Flight Sim stories, man. Like, it, it <laughs> like, yeah. I just don't care about you being like, oh, man, I did this, like, cool thing. Like, if it was, like, genuinely interesting, I would. But I was like, it's like him just going on the whole class period about this shit. And I was like, I, I can't. Like, this many days in a week, I can't, man. Yeah. there's a And there's a guy that, or when when I, my current job, the guy that, like, I was a, because we, for, like, we have to do, like, a, some sort of official training. And they send us down to somebody, down, down somewhere and do, like, a week-long training thing. Um... And it just depends on what's available, where they send you. But the guy that was my trainer used to be like he he used to be like a pilot or something. I can't remember if he was a pilot or he just was an air traffic controller. But he uh, he worked for like a, one of the pilot or plane companies. I think it was like Southwest. And I guess he retired. I don't know. He started doing this job for just training people because it's just like a training thing. I don't, um, it's like safety training or whatever. But he was like. Any anytime we had downtime, he was like talking about like because I think he was doing like X plane, <clears throat> which is like this. I think it's like online too. So he was just like, yeah. After after this, I got got to uh, got to do my flight to Japan. <laughs> Some weird thing, just like so. You're just after you're done doing this training, you're just gonna go home and just sit and get in an airplane on your computer and fly to Japan. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> He was just all about it. I don't know. It was weird. Flight sim people are weird. And you can at me if you uh, <laughs> if you disagree with that statement and tell me why you're not weird. No, I mean, if, if they're into it, they're into it. It's just like, yeah, I mean, just once again, like this. I mean, I'm in the weird fucking game shit, I, too. So I feel like young flight sim people. It's like, once again, they, they just are under the impression that everybody cares about their what they did in their flight sim game. And I mean, if it makes them, if their flight sim game makes them happy, I'm fine with that. But I just don't want to hear about like, oh, and then I got some turbulence and I had to like correct the plane. I'm like, that, that doesn't sound like anything to me. Like, yeah, yeah. they're like, oh, you would like, and then they go in like so minute detail. And I'm just like, I, I don't even understand what you're saying. Like it, none of all this is just nonsense to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, moving on here. Uh, weeks later, Doctor's disre- disrespect says he still doesn't know why he was banned from Twitch. It's a mystery. It's going to be on the next season of Unsolved Mysteries. <laughs> Doctor Disrespect. <laughs> banned from Twitch. Nobody knows why. 
If you have any information, please contact this number at the bottom of the screen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, it, it, honestly, we just don't know. It was a total shock. Imagine showing up to work and the doors are closed and you can't get inside. You're going, what's going on? And you've been told that you've been fired, but you haven't been told the reason why. We just weren't given an answer. It it's the was the worst feeling. <laughs> yeah, sounds sounds like a thing a lot of people have been going through lately, actually, with businesses closing down. Um Let's see. He says that he only learned of the band after watching a friend's Twitch stream and realizing he was missing certain features as a creator on the platform. Um, but he didn't go into any of the details about his weird final live stream um, or speculate why Twitch banned him. Banned him. But uh, he signed a two year exclusivity contract with Twitch earlier that year and he was banned on June 26th and... They still have Twitch hasn't released any uh, any uh, further statements on the matter. And what something I heard, too, and I can't remember if I I can't remember whose show I heard this on. I might have heard it on Rated G for Gamers, but there's rumors saying that um, he, since he had that exclusivity agreement with Twitch um, because they were afraid of like him going to Mixer, essentially, because they poached Ninja. So they did that whole deal with him. And now Mixer is dead. It's going away. They don't really have to worry. Like, was he going to go to YouTube? <laughs> is, <laughs> is he is he going to go to Facebook gaming? Like, those aren't really... Realistically, those aren't really great options for someone as high profile as um, Dr. Disrespect. But, um, but they were able to... Like, they, they didn't want to, like, continue with the contract. But so instead of just... Uh, terminating the contract, they could just ban him and be like, "Oh yeah, we had to ban him." So, and there's, there maybe there's a clause in the contract saying like, if you get banned, then we don't have to pay you the money anymore. So, like, it could have been like a really skeevy way of them getting out of that contract because you know, I don't know, it's it's an Amazon company and they're kind of douchey. So, <laughs> it's, it's that yeah, Bezos. I mean, Bezos was gonna double my bitcoins. Yeah, yeah, we have the tweet to prove it right here. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's, yeah, we don't know anything about Dr. Disrespect. Like I said, it's false flag operation to distract us. I mean, the Donald Trump thing was, but the gamers never forget. (laughs) Uh, The next uh, update to No Man's Sky is a spooky update. Yeah, there's like marooned freighters that have creepy shit in them. Yeah. Um, And it's kind of like, it looked a lot like Dead Space. I mean, yeah. They're going to make, they're going to do right. They're going to, they're going to give us dead space for <laughs> no man's space. I mean, every update for this game makes it look even better. It's just, I don't yeah, know I'm I still surprised they're getting, it. I'm surprised it's still getting like every single time I hear about these updates. I'm like, Jesus, it's, there's still more. Uh, let's see. Game pass ultimate is getting video game streaming at September. So yeah, project X cloud or X cloud is coming to yeah, Project X Cloud is coming to Game Pass Ultimate. So that's pretty cool. So uh yeah, it's man, they just keep rolling more stuff in the Game Pass. It's crazy. Um Destiny 2's Big Beyond Light expansion is delayed until November. So if you were uh, holding out for new Destiny Destiny uh content, you, you're gonna have to wait more. Sorry. Um and Microsoft is already stopping production of the Xbox One X. I mean, that's not surprising. I mean, with the new launch of 
the upcoming launch of the Xbox Series X. I mean, I kept seeing articles say it was discontinued, but that's just not true. And even then, it's like, yeah, they're probably like using those manufacturing line to manufacture as many Series X as they can. And that doesn't necessarily mean it's discontinued. Yeah, they're still going to sell the Xbox One X. It's just that there's no... Why would they... keep making more xbox one x's when they're gonna have an xbox series x come out and potentially the they may eventually make more who fucking knows it's like just for now it's like put on hold yeah i'm sure it's pretty it's one of those like lines all hands on deck to get series x's out and available in time for launch for the holiday season because everyone's gonna want one of them uh towers one of them monoliths um and this last one is a bizarre one. There was a video of Henry Cavill building a gaming PC. Yeah, I watched we all, this. We all know Henry Cavill. He's a PC gamer. He put that there uh, temperature gauge upside down. <laughs> and then he had to fix it. Oh, <laughs> uh, Yeah. I don't know. Was the video good? Because <laughs> I didn't watch it. Yeah, it's pretty entertaining. I mean, yeah. Watch Superman build a gaming PC. It's nice to see him very excited, you know. It, yeah, it's cool to see a celebrity and be like, "Oh, they're just like us." Uh, <laughs> they're, yeah, that, like uh, Terry like, oh, Crews, he, he's a he's a gamer too. I mean, kind of. <laughs> it like he, he's just more in the space of like he's just a good dad. He got into gaming because of his son and built a gaming yeah. PC because of his kids, you know. And I am. Like, hey, that's you're a good that's dad, Jack. You know, why are you talking about Jack Black? Uh, it's funny because there's no games on jablinski games (laughs) Uh, but i don't know did you have anything else to before we cut off this show um what's playstation they say they're ramping up production from the original projected six million units to oh that's right yep they're saying you will not that you're not going to have to wait for your PlayStation 5. Which, I mean, that means they're projecting that it's going to sell better than the PS4, so... I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, people I are going to pay their, that money. more gamers now than ever, like, as much as, like, yeah, it's kind of... By like, then, we'll have gotten... times are rough, but... By then, uh, Donald Trump will have been re-elected, and um, then... Either and that, the or stimulus... we'll all be dead, you know, and then <laughs> the, the console will sell great. He promised us the second round of the of a stimulus package if he got reelected. So we're going to have that stimulus money, which will be all of our money to go out and buy an Xbox Series X and a PlayStation 5 in one pop. <laughs> <laughs> That's what people are going to do. They're going to be like, oh, yeah, that, stim- that hot stimulus money is going to get me some video games. <laughs> and then there's me. I'm going to be a sad Sad I person paying off a bill. That's going to be you. Yeah. Hey, I didn't buy any new fire. Or I bought a little bit of fireworks, but I didn't. I bought like shit for fireworks this year. It was all my brother-in-law. <laughs> I didn't use a whole lot because there wasn't anybody over here on the fourth to really enjoy them, except for my family. And it's just like, eh, I don't want to like light off a million fireworks for like three people. It's more fun when there's a lot of people. I'll just put them in the bed of my truck and just drive around town and light them off. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good way to start my truck on fire. (laughs) Okay, I'll get a trailer and I'll light them off the back of the (laughs) trailer. There's nothing more American than that. 
Yeah, that's the most American thing you can do. Lighting off fireworks on the 4th of July in an area where it's illegal to let off fireworks. America was was founded on disobeying laws. And now what, you just want me to obey the laws? No, you can go fuck yourself. Fuck no. (laughs) Laws are made to be broken. (laughs) uh, Okay, well, that's going to do it for this episode. We're going to have to uh, record another episode after this, the LGA cast. So we hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, go to Apple and or Podchaser and give us a five-star review. Share us with your friends, your family, your dog, your mailman, your UPS driver, your your Amazon Prime delivery, your your Uber Eats delivery person. Your juggalos. Share with your juggalos. Share with the juggalos. We love juggalos here. Very juggalo positive. <laughs> we're, you know? yeah, we're yeah, we're juggalo. We're we're a juggalo friendly podcast. Um if we welcome all the Fago. Oh, you, we definitely uh, welcome Fago. So, I mean, uh, so yeah, do that. Follow our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Go to our website, lga.gg. Join our Discord at chat.lga.gg. And if you have questions for us, email us at social at lga.gg. And you can uh, ask us questions or leave comments or whatever. Interact with us. Uh, if, if I upset you in any way, just tweet at me and we can get in a, a Twitter battle if you want. I, I'm up for anything. Um, but, uh, so that's going to do it. So, uh, uh, smoke them if you got them. Yeah, I guess that's how we're ending the cast now. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Justin. <laughs> All right. See you next time. Peace. And I, I was thinking the other day, like, I used to, like, use the internet to, like, call people idiots from, like, across the world and across the country. Turns out I didn't need to use the internet for any, like, they're all here. They're all <laughs> next, they're my fucking they're, neighbors. Yeah, I was gonna say, they're here next to our neighbors. <laughs>